0: Hello and welcome to Dine With Me. I'm Callie Punchard, your podcast hostess with the mostest, food obsessive, tableware enthusiast and founder of Studio Dine. In this podcast, I chat with guests about what would make their dream dinner party, from the dishes they'd serve and the drinks they'd pair to their guests, music, hosting and more. If you're new to the podcast, make sure to subscribe and share it with your friends and then pour yourself a glass of whatever you're drinking and let's get into it. Today I am so excited to be chatting to Daisy and Liv Tinker, twins and the founders of Saladay's Market, previously known as a South London Makers Market, where they run curated makers markets and events that encourage shopping small. They started with their first ever market locally in Crystal Palace and have since expanded running markets with Selfridges and Battersea Power Station, supporting hundreds of small businesses including Studio Dine Store along the way. Hello, how are you? Hi, we good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Um, How was your weekend?
1: It was really good. We had a very wholesome, lovely weekend and we saw some friends from home and um, we had a mister with ice cream and went to a car boot sale so it was very wholesome barbecue on the terrace it was very nice I am feeling the effects of the sun though I feel like I'm like a shriveled little prune and we've only had like two days of sun so but yeah I'm not going to moan about the sun and be that classic person because it's been lovely so yeah it's been good how's yours you just been on holiday yeah
0: I feel like there were good vibes in London this weekend with the sun though
1: 100% absolutely I've seen a lot of topless men. Oh, hell of a lot of topless men. We play a a game, it's like a number of points depending on what the scenario is of topless men. My points are off the charts. Men are either topless or they're in black puffer jackets. Why is this a thing in London? I don't know, but it's weird. That is weird. I've not
0: seen anyone in black puffer jackets
1: this weekend. What? (laughs) Maybe... Maybe it's a South London thing. It's it's so weird. Like you'll see a man topless next to a man wearing a floor length black puffer jacket. Like, are we living in the same climate? Are they living in the same city? But they are because they're next to each other. It's a bizarre phenomenon. Wild, wild. Well, wild scenes I, in london
0: yeah there's, you're always bound to see some sort of wild scene in london especially when the sun comes out i think yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: if that's the wildest thing you've seen in like 30 degree heat in london then it's fine
0: yeah yeah <laughs> well thank you so much for coming on the podcast
1: Thank you so much for having us.
0: Um, Full transparency, we've had some technical difficulties this morning, so um, we're happy to be finally recording. (laughs) Um, Do you guys want to tell everyone a little little bit about salad days for anyone that might not follow you, although I'm sure they already do?
1: Yeah, so I'm Daisy, and this is Liv, and we're twins. Hi. <laughs> and we run Salad Days Market together. Um, we were formerly known as a South London Makers Market for quite a few years, so you might know us under that name. But recently, renamed to Salad Days Market, and essentially, our kind of main aim with the market is just to help more people shop small more often. So we we really want to just create really exciting fun, innovative and original kind of shopping events featuring loads of different small businesses. And we pop up all around London, mainly in South London, but we've done a few pop-ups at Selfridges and at the Shard and most recently at Battersea Power Station, which was really exciting. And yeah, we just want to kind of create events that help people live their best lives in, in London and beyond, I guess. But working with small businesses is our day-to-day bread and butter, and just love it. Like, absolutely love to get to work with such incredibly talented people all the time, including you. We have worked with you together before (laughs) at at a few events, and, yeah, it's just such a lovely job. I genuinely will never get over how lucky we are to do this as our job. So
0: fun. You guys have absolutely smashed it, honestly. Like, I don't know anyone that hasn't done one of your markets and been like, it was amazing.
1: (laughs) so, thank you so much. That no, is so nice, that's no, always what
0: course. we want to hear Of course How was, um, so your most recent market Was the Basti Power Station one, how did that go? Yeah
1: it was so good we had such a good time it was absolutely amazing to be in battersea power station i do feel like battersea may be the most iconic building in south london i don't know if that's just because i can see it from my flat so i look at it all the time but yeah it was just an amazing amazing experience it was great to be in the power station and the reaction of the people we met lots of people who live in the power station like they were walking through and came and browsed the market and you know they would be like oh i live here in the power station and we were like firstly what the fuck like sorry if we can't swear if we can't swear cut that out but yeah, like you live in the power station, like this is amazing. um And they were like, "Oh, are you coming back? Like, is this market here?" No, you could live in it. Yeah, there's flats there. I mean, I say flat. It's probably not known as a flat. It's probably known yeah. as a like, what's the word? Like fancy flat. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. They've, um, <laughs> yeah, they've got they've got really expensive apartments there. um But yeah, people loved it. The reaction from the people there was great. The people who lived there loved it, and it was amazing to be there for the few days. So we had a great time. Oh,
0: amazing. I was sad to miss it, but hopefully you do another one there.
1: <laughs> um, you were off on your travels, you were living
0: it up. I know, worstly timed holiday ever, but great. <laughs> I, you, I feel like you don't realise how much you need a, hol- need a holiday as well until you're on holiday and you're like, ah, oh, Okay this is good.
1: And then you've made a million plans. Well, and you were traveling to loads of different places and I just get really lazy. Like I'm like, yeah, I want to see this and that. And I do. But then, you know, sometimes you're like, but I kind of just want to sit down and like drink a nice cocktail.
0: Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) We, um, because we went with Sam's family, they like planned the whole itinerary. So it was kind of great because I was just like along for the ride
1: (laughs) oh that's so nice that is so nice that's like a really luxurious experience I think when someone kind of takes the onus off of you to have to do the map or like make the plan totally do you know what in that way I feel so lucky because my boyfriend does all of our holidays for us and he like finds it all books it all and then does the itinerary not really an itinerary but he knows what he wants to do where he wants to go and I just follow him around having a great time and I don't have to do any of it and I'm like that's worth me having to do the hoovering at home do you know what I mean I'll take that (laughs) any day because it's so good I love it you've got your set guidelines in the relationship (laughs) yeah I love it so much it's so good then when I go on holiday I just like I just sit back and relax. Like, he's like you can look at things as well I'm like no no you're holiday manager I'm house manager yeah. that's that's how it works
0: <laughs> that's I love that split. I also feel like if you're like a go with the flow person it's so much easier when somebody else just makes the decisions like I, yeah. I would hate making the decisions sometimes as long as we like eat at some good places along the way like yeah. I'm good
1: I'm in a few like Instagram hotspots you know what I mean yeah. I'll find a few rooftop bars but primarily he's doing the looking and I'm just yeah, doing nice. the going and ordering
0: so you're like on the way there do we have time to stop off at this place <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. well uh this episode is going to be a little bit different to the other ones because we have both of you which I've never done before um <laughs> So fingers
1: crossed, it all goes to plan. (laughs) Yeah, we try not to talk over the top of each other. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: it is the final one of the series. Um, So and it's gone so fast. So thank you so much for both um, for both being here and coming
1: on. No, we're so happy Um, to join you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Of course, excited to dive in. Um, Yes,
0: I feel like I've had conversations with both of you probably individually about food generally and dinner parties and the DMs. Um but are you both are you both foodies? Do you both like to go out and eat?
1: Definitely, hundred percent. There's nothing I mean, living in London, there'd be no point living here really unless you were like into going to restaurants and going to tiny places and yeah. we're always out and about and eating delicious things, delicious morsels. Every like I'm so annoying and I'm so one of those people that like every time we do something lovely, which is like every week, I just we look at each other and we're like we're so lucky that these are our lives. Like, fucking hell, this is great. Do you know what I mean? You're eating a yeah. delicious spaghetti bolognese and you're like, life couldn't be better than this. It's amazing. And I didn't even have to cook it with myself. So, yeah, I'd say 100% love to just always just try new things. There's always so much to try in London, although we are quite creatures of habit as well. We like, we do like to go back to the same hot spots again and again, like local places in South London near us, but then. I feel like we are always trying new places too, mainly because you just can't be on social media really these days without seeing so many places that people are telling you you should go. And I know sometimes it's a scam, but I do get drawn in. Like I do 100% get drawn in. I keep seeing videos at the moment of this like all-you-can-eat sushi place in Tooting Market and I'm like desperate to go there. I even already been there, but I haven't been there. And I'm I keep seeing videos of it and I'm like, I need to get there immediately. When can I go? So yeah, love food. I know, hands. nothing
0: like a bit of Instagram hype um social media (laughs) hype to be like I must go and everybody's there
1: and I haven't been yet (laughs) yeah it's just like I feel like they're really good at doing those videos you know whether they're they're the slow videos where they're like sort of moving the food or like you know the cheese pool or like they're cutting into something and like it's I know they're doing it to me I can feel myself being manipulated (laughs) but I don't I I don't care like I still like it
0: (laughs) (laughs) so um
1: today we're doing your
0: joint dream dinner party Mm-hmm. are um do you both like to
1: host i feel like i'm i'm not as much of a lover of hosting as daisy i feel like daisy wants to host is a great host and i'm very happy to be hosted by daisy and by other people <laughs> um daisy's like very keen to be able to host and i'm very keen to hand that over to someone else so i think if so it well, was I think seen- the reason is because liv's got a much bigger flat than me so liv has been kind of default host For the last like five years, whereas I live in a tiny, tiny flat. I'm sat at my two person table right now. So there is no room for any more people here. So that's why I'm like excited to get to do that at some point. Whereas Liv's had the like, you know, the burden and the pleasure of hosting everyone, <laughs> including me, like yeah. every week when I'm like, should we come over for a barbecue? And like, you know, just invite myself around <laughs> as I did on Saturday. Um so I feel like, you know, you've done your bit of the relay and now it's time for you to pass the baton to me. <laughs> for me to take it forward. <laughs> I'm, <ready. laughs> I'm Passing the baguette over to you. <laughs> just wasted. Yeah, yeah 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 no i i would yeah i do agree but also i just like being in other people's houses and like daisy's yeah. really good at um setting the table daisy's really good at like daisy's just a really great host like you know she'll have really beautiful napkins really beautiful candles like she'll have things picked out and saved ready to like lay the table with and make it look really nice whereas i feel like i'm a bit more of a sort of throw it together like casual host so i feel like what i like about when daisy hosts is she does a really really good job of it like do you know what I'm saying? You'll get a yeah. linen napkin. You'll yeah, get a- I feel like yours is more of a, like, everyone comes around. Everyone has a good time. It's more of a relaxed vibe. I'm more uptight. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I want this to be the perfect event. So I'm really, like, is that conducive to having a good time. Sometimes, you know, I'm too uptight. So I feel like when we, in this dinner party, we're coming together, it's going to be a meeting of two minds. And it's going to be a great combination of both because I can bring, like all of my bits and bobs, you can bring the relaxed, great vibes, and so I feel like it's going to be good. Love that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it sounds like a perfect meet in
1: the middle. <laughs> yeah, it's actually quite a good metaphor for how we do everything. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, it is.
0: No, totally. So, location. Then you touched on the fact that you're usually hosting at lives, but where are you going to be hosting a dream dinner party?
1: Oh, I would say Liv's is the dream dinner party location because she's got a really, it's a, it's a new flat. So it's like got a really, you know, it's built for, for modern life. <laughs> that <Yeah>. so <laughs> I live in a tiny old Victorian flat. So it's not built, you know, it's not set up how no. people want to live today. But Liv's got, it's all open plan in the kitchen, the living room, the dining room with a balcony. So you can be at the balcony, you can be in the living room while someone's cooking. Like there's a space to make cocktails. Like it's got enough space for you to host the dinner party in the way that you want to host it and then she's got an amazing terrace roof terrace which you can see like 200 degrees of london or probably even more than that it's like it's absolutely massive the amount you can see so i would say that your house is oh god my throat i would say that your house is the perfect flat like location yeah i'd say my flat summer Summer, sundown evening, Saturday evening, because my neighbors normally have friends over as well. So they're on their terrace and it's like lively. They're playing guitar, they're playing music, they're having a great time. My neighbour's Spanish, so everything's very jovial and fun over there. Then we're out having a good time as well. And, you know, like it brings that sort of party atmosphere to... Mm location without having to be outside of your own home. I, said, I like that. It's nice because you can have the dinner inside and then you can take it out onto the terrace afterwards for like a cocktail on the terrace and like yeah, look God. at the view of London with the night lights on or like the, the sun going down and like it's really it yeah. always just feels special. Like it just feels so special. Lives lived there for like eight years now. Yeah, and it just and never. Like, it always feels special.
0: Sounds like a great spot. <laughs>
1: <I think laughs> it is, is lovely. It is really nice.
0: Okay, so. We're hosting it lives. You touched on the table. I feel like this is gonna be a daisy question. Yeah. <laughs> uh what what are we doing with the table? Presumably you're you're going to town styling it.
1: I do I do like, and I think it probably is as well because I've not had so much opportunity to do it because my table—I mean, literally, my table is like this big, the one that I'm currently sat at. And there's two chairs at it, and really, even for two people, I've got a fruit bowl on here. The fruit bowl is the other person I'm sat with. Do you know what I mean? It's taking <laughs> up like 50% at the table. So I think I've just not had the opportunity to really like go to town on a dinner party. I've never been married. I've never, do you know what I mean? So I've not ever had like a big event where I can be like living out my dinner party dreams to the full extent. So I'm going to really relish the opportunity to do that at our dream dinner party. So I just. I would definitely go to town with the layout and I would definitely get all of my little bits and bobs out, which I've been saving, you know, considering I can't actually host anyone or have a table with more space than, you know, enough room to put like one bowl. I've got a whole chest of like stuff that I've been saving for the last like five years in front of me right now. I've got like napkins, I've got placemats, I've got like nice cutlery, I've got nice plates, nice glasses, like... I've got it all and I've not really been able to use it so I'm really excited about the opportunity to get all of that out and all of the things I've bought from small businesses at the market so I've been picking them up from different brands we've worked with over the last five years so I've got like handmade placemats from Sarah Brown which I bought years ago I've only been able to use a couple of times and they've got like gorgeous rickrack trim I know exactly the (laughs) one Exactly. I've got, um, just looking in front of me now at what I've got, I've got beautiful handmade um, plates from Karen Hossack, who's an incredible ceramicist. Mm -hmm. And I've been picking up bits from her. She does like kind of annual sample sales. And I've been picking up plates and stuff from her for years. So I can finally get my plates out from her. Um, And then I've got like gold cutlery. I've got some vintage bamboo cutlery. And some silver, like, you know, the cutlery kind of looks like big shells. I've got oh, that. Yeah. Like, it's going to be kind of like, I don't know, like kind of faded glamour, like small business world, handmade vibes, loads of candles and loads of glasses. Like, me and Liv hate, you know, when you drink out of a glass and then it goes all foggy and disgusting. Like, I mm. like to always have a new glass and so does Liv. So I feel like everyone would need at least, like, three glasses at their place so that they can always have a fresh glass, for whatever they're drinking. Stop and one that. thing that I would like to add in, because something that I'm coveting, is your lime green glass um candlestick holders. The tall ones, that's like bobbly, Do you know, like it's got the frilly little edge. Basically, I'm really into lime green and I've been looking for a few lime green bits. So I'd like some Studio Dine lime green, the candlestick holders. Perfect. And we can <laughs> pop some candles in there as well, which I think would be really nice. Amazing, 100%. they're yours. I'd really like that taking them <laughs> love them yeah we'll need like 30 candles I want it to be like you know like Romeo and Juliet vibes like yeah. candles everywhere like really romantic mood you know when it always gets too hot because you've got too so many candles and I'm clumsy so it would be a fire risk as well but I think it would be <laughs> nice for the atmosphere yeah we'll
0: just have to have like the fire engine on uh, on speed dial just in case <laughs>
1: i actually had to rebuy a miniature fire extinguisher for my joint hallway in the flat so i could bring that with me <laughs> i've got it ready to go travel
0: fire extinguisher I love it.
1: <laughs> that's amazing oh my god do you know what else we'd have to have on the table me and daisy were obsessed with citizens of soil oil and i saw that you stock it now as well and we would have to have that in the Oh, can you oh, get yes, me and Daisy are obsessed with that I had the blue one and now I've got the orange one is it the Portuguese one yeah. that's the orange one I can't remember but basically we'd have to have either the blue or the orange one on the table as well because it's just so delicious and tasty yeah, and who doesn't want dinner without loads of oil so good 100%. and also the bottle is just lovely yeah. It's gorgeous. It's... I gifted it to my friend for her 30th birthday recently because I just thought, you know, when you turn 30, like you want nice versions of kind of boring mm-hmm. things. That's how I felt anyway. And I was like, it's gorgeous. It's delicious. Who doesn't it's want delicious. this? I, I I, personally, to big my own self up, thought so it was a great <laughs> <day for> thing. <laughs> and I, I got also... her a little box of smoked mold and salt as well to go with it. I thought, oh, what, yeah. what, what could anyone want? They're like my that two favorite things in the world.
0: Dreamy gift. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. I also gifted it to someone recently.
1: It's just such a good present, yeah. like I just feel like it's the new giving wine, like giving a little evoo <laughs> yeah, and I
0: think, like you say, it's a nice. <laughs> Sorry, right. you really
1: got me. I always read Evie on things, and I have to re-remember what yeah. Evie I is. <laughs> I thought Evie was a brand because it's capitalised so for ages. i was googling Evie like so <laughs> <laughs> and then I realised he just was. Must oh. get my hands on this Evie. <laughs> I can't. I, was like, I keep reading about this Evie. What is this Evie? <laughs> That is so
0: good. (laughs) Such an idiot. Such an idiot. That is so funny. (laughs) No, I was gonna say, I think um I've got the Google.
1: Sorry, I've interrupted (laughs) really full reading there.
0: (laughs) No, it's a really good like gift that somebody wouldn't buy for themselves. A lot of Mm. yeah. It's like a little bit of a bougie version of something you probably use all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah I think um, that's the nicest thing like you know when you gift like fancy hand soap or something yeah. like you you wouldn't really, it's not necessarily the sort of thing you'd buy yourself but when someone gives it to you mm-hmm. there's such pleasure in that moment of like luxury in something completely random in your Prezzy. day like one friend gave me a really fancy like candle whip trimmer before and it's like got a really nice weight and it just snips it really nicely and like mm-hmm. I would never buy a fancy version of that for myself so I agree I think that's a, always a really good route to go down with prezzies yeah mm. totally okay so
0: the table's set we've set the scene who are you inviting
1: so my guests I saw that you said one dead one alive one fictional yeah so my dead guest I don't know if Daisy would guess this I've not actually told Daisy who these people are who would you guess Daisy that I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna throw I don't know if this is a world card or if it's like the least world card ever out there but I'd say Tina Turner oh my god I didn't do you know what we're gonna have to do six guests because there's two yeah, of us because so. I, I really thought you might go Tina I I went Amy Winehouse oh I mean that's the obvious one that is the obvious one I should have known that you would have said Amy Winehouse I just thought because of the timely nature I thought you might no, have said Tina that's true if we were having two because there's two of us it would have to be Tina and Amy because I would have to believe that they were going to be best friends do you know what I mean yeah. Tina and Amy together the music we could make like wow what a time <laughs> of your life it would Wonderful. be A Time to Be Alive. A Time to Be Alive. Then my Alive um, guest, I would really like to invite the author, Jeanette Walls, who is the author of two of my favorite books. Um, Basically, she wrote a couple of books, one about her nan's life and one about her life. And her nan was basically like, at the turn of the century, essentially they lived on a ranch in like Southern America. And it's just really interesting. It's just... Mm -hmm. The books were really great. And there's so many questions about her life that I'd like to ask her. Um, And I just love her books. And I just think she has such an incredible story, just growing up in poverty, growing up with parents who have mental health issues, and just then moving to New York and living this amazing life, but having this like past and... Like learning then about her I don't know. It's just, I'm not selling the books very well, but (laughs) her life just is so interesting. Then she basically went on to be a gossip columnist in New York. So not only would I like to ask her about her life and in her books, but I would then like to ask her about the gossip that she uncovered in New York. She doesn't do that anymore. Um, I just feel like she's someone who's lived a lot of lives and would Mm. have a hell of a lot of interesting stories. So Jeanette Walls, I would like to invite. Um, And then my, fictional character this is a bit of a rogue one for some people I feel people. like the
0: fictional one is always rogue
1: <laughs> so I feel like I have a weird premonition of who you're going to say and who who are you going to say I I just felt cuz my answer was going to be someone from sex and the city and i felt like oh, would that's you what say, I do I I thought would you say big <gasps> No I was going to go Carrie but we could invite uh, Carrie and Big I'd are, love to have Carrie and Big we them together Yeah that would be oh. great Oh, my God. So Amy Winehouse, Tina Turner, Jeanette Walls. Who would your alive person be days? Would you have another author? I honestly thought about it so much. And I thought there's so many people that I'd love the chance to chat to. But I just really would love I'm surprised you wouldn't guess it was I would just love to properly meet Nigella. I just would love Uh, to chat to her. I just really would. And I would take the stress of her being you know, I'd be like, because obviously she's the hostess queen, I'd take the stress and anxiety of thinking it's not going to be good enough for Nigella because she's like, you know, the best of the best just so Mm -hmm. that I could sit next to her and just like have a great combo with her because I think have you ever listened to her Desert Island Discs? Because her Desert Island Discs is fucking great. And basically she only really likes crazy, like, club music. So I feel like she's there to have a good time. So I just yeah. feel like she'd she'd really know how to make everyone feel comfortable. I feel like she'd be the gel to bring everyone together because she probably knows a lot of people as well. Mm-hmm. And she's used to being a hostess, so I think she knows how to be a good dinner party guest. But then also I feel like once the dinner was done, she'd know what tunes to put on and she'd be the first one up to dance and yeah. to make everyone get up. Totally. So it would have to be Okay. So we're going Tina Turner and Amy Winehouse because good vibes, singing, music, music. dancing, Tina and Amy. Like, wow. Then we'd have Jeanette Walls and we'd have Nigella, who I feel like they may have, may even know each other because, you know, Mm -hmm. Nigella's everywhere. Jeanette's like she's been that gossip columnist living in New York and then I and then Carrie and Big and I'd also like to think that Jeanette might know Carrie and Big if Carrie and Big were real and what I really like about this combination is Big would be the only man you know he would love the women's attention maybe there would be an argument with Carrie we would get to be a part of that drama and I would just really love that like as if we were in a real life episode of Sex and the City and then Jeanette would go
0: away and write about it
1: in the game. Yeah, exactly. Like, and maybe 100%. Amy would punch him in the face or something controversial <laughs> and we'd like we'd all really like it. Do you know what I mean? A teeny would just be there like rolling on the river. Um <laughs> like this I can't believe it's not actually happening because that would just be the best night of my life. Like wow. Sounds incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so know if it's sending quickly. Yeah, like, really quickly. That's kind of what you want. I mean, you want people who are going to come and, like, you know, play the role of a dinner party guest. Like, they're yeah. going to, like, sing for their supper a bit. They're not going to just sit there and be, like, served and then, like, not really have anything interesting to say. Like, you want people who are going to mm. bring a bit of pizzazz, a bit of chutzpah. In chutzpah. Yeah. This in-, in this exact instance, I may... I may change big for Stamford because oh. he's more fun. But then it could go to a bitchy place and I, I wouldn't like be, I wouldn't like Stamford to judge me with his judgy wudgy words. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I'd say Big because I feel like he'd come up that's with a good fair. one-liner and also he's rich so he'd bring he'd bring something good like he'd bring good wine or he'd bring a good gift for sure or like mm. cigars. Yeah. <laughs> I have never smoked it to but I'd like the opportunity one day. Maybe you can make it happen. <laughs> it is your dream good about it? Oh, if you want the opportunity, okay. you got it. <laughs> well, okay. I'm 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 pleased. I'm very pleased with the lineup there. I think that's a great lineup. I think you, yeah, I think you smashed that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: it's definitely gonna be chaotic though.
1: <laughs> yeah, hundred percent like and Amy would have to have her guitar I'd also really like it if Amy could bring some backing singers and dancers but I know that they're not they're an added number but if they could somehow randomly turn up Mm. halfway through the night like just ring on the doorbell I'd really like it if she could have like her you know her little backing dancers who do the like little moves I'd really like that what was the guy's name the famous one that we loved was it Zion or something like that no I can't I don't know I Mm. can't remember his name but anyway I want well, I mean, that was a great yeah.
0: transition into music. So, I mean, if you want the backing dancers, you can have them if Amy Winehouse is your
1: Thank is you. your music as well. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously Amy and Tina would be doing music. Um, Like, they'd be there doing music. What other music would you have, Dave? I like, when I've had people over before, I like to just put on a bit of, like classic sort of jazz vibes just to welcome people in so it's like a bit of background music you're like having a drink first mm-hmm. and then I feel like that's quite nice when you're chatting over dinner at the beginning because you know I feel like often you've got a lot to kind of say and if it's too upbeat of music or if it's like songs with words you then sort of you're like singing along to the songs and you're not really chatting so I find a little bit of like kind of jazz in the background is always nice to get started because it like eases you into a good conversation and is like quite chill and then I feel like you want to ramp it up to like I mean, me and Livisado's, like, we don't know any current music. We only no. know, like, 90s and naughties music. So I would then have That's to, well, I'd have to defer to, to Nigella, and presumably she'd tell me what songs to put on. But it would just be, like, club classics, basically. Just mm. ed- things that everyone wants to dance to, like One Night mm. in Heaven. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. All of that kind of kind of vibes and then to wind it back down i'd like to end with frank sinatra that's life and that'd be the song that everyone could leave on because then i'll be crying maybe <laughs> amy amy and tina could do a rendition of it i feel like that's how we'd close down the party on the terrace they're yeah. doing a rendition lulu next door would be like yeah. going wild for it it would yeah, be great <laughs> that sounds amazing <laughs> everybody be leaving not crying exactly. <laughs> oh, 100%, so 100%. I just radiant. love to know that all of those people are just like in South London for the day like they've just yeah. spotted down to Streatham Hill for the, for the afternoon in the evening and yeah it would be great
0: yeah I would uh, really really like to see all of them in a room together to be fair <laughs> <laughs> a lot of
1: big personalities
0: yeah a lot of big personalities but I think there's a lot of like people that could have interesting conversations in there too
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. definitely I think they'd all have their own role to play as well because actually and because Big is quite into jazz I feel like he's going to some jazz recos at the beginning Yeah, then we've got you know nigella coming out later for the party tunes then we've got amy and tina singing so i feel like everyone would kind of have their role to play with the music i'm not very good with music because i don't really know any music like if you said to me now what's your favorite music i just always get so stressed and i don't know and like i'd probably say like the spice girls because i just wouldn't know who else to say because i just don't know any modern music at all so i'm i'm quite quite shit on the the but then, it sounds like you've got a
0: plan of passing that on to the guests, and they have—they yeah, all have, they yeah, have their own section. They'll they'll sw- swap and change as the night goes on. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Okay, so let's move on to food and drink—the
1: main well, event. I don't know how Carrie's gonna feel about this, but I would like a prawn cocktail as my starter. Sorry, <laughs> Carrie. Be, but it's gotta be the one. It's gotta be the one that we used to make at Christmas. Yeah, in the lemon. It's very like eighties vibes. And this yeah. was actually clipped out from a magazine by my nan. And you <laughs> get half a lemon. You scoop out the lemon and then the lemon right. acts as not only one of the ingredients, but the bowl itself that the prawn cocktail they <laughs> put in. Right. So it's it's a classic vibe. And then you mix up Corns and crab sticks and like mayo loads of lemon it's got to be like extremely lemony and citrusy and then basically you just put it all back into the lemon probably some herbs maybe some dill something like that and then it goes back into the lemon you refrigerate and then that's it's it's so Gorge. good yeah <laughs> it's gorgina absolutely perfect vibes there's no better starter a starter for me always has to be some sort of corn cocktail 100 percent. yeah do you 100%. do you guys still have that at Christmas? We haven't actually for a while because Liv's boyfriend's home. That's not really he's not. That's not his kind of vibe. And then my boyfriend, that's not one hundred percent his vibe either. I wouldn't say. But we should just make it the two of us because it's like it was a family yeah. classic.
0: It's very and much sister. something me and
1: Daisy would still eat. But because we host Christmas at my house now, obviously my boyfriend has to like the menu because we're hosting it at my house. <laughs> yeah, so um, he's vetoed the prawn cocktail because he's like absolutely no way. He's like thinks a prawn cocktail is disgusting. Do you know what I mean? Whereas we know the truth that a prawn cocktail is fucking amazing. Um, but no, it's very much something that I'd still love to eat like, every day if I could. Amazing. Amazing. And what then, you, okay, so then Maine.
0: Well, I was going to say, what are you drinking with Ooh. with your starter?
1: I'm not a very classy person in the way that I don't really care if the drink doesn't match the food. So Um, for me at the beginning though, like I always want to have like a little snappy cocktail at the beginning to like pep me up Mm. for the rest of the evening. So I know people like an espresso martini like late, but I feel like I'd like an entry espresso martini. So, you know, it gives you that bit of like pep. It gives you that bit of energy you're kind of ready to be your best like shiny self if you're hosting mm. a dinner party plus who doesn't like an espresso martini and i also can't drink caffeine really late so i wouldn't be able to have one at the end of the night because i wouldn't sleep like ever again so i feel like we'd have to start with a welcome espresso martini or yeah. a, ma- a martini of choice basically you yeah. can have like a dirty yeah, martini espresso martini a lychee martini oh, i was, I was gonna say, say a martini, martini menu i feel like that's a bit cringe but i know a no, no, martini menu that we can have a martini martini menu f- for sure like and maybe we'd have a bartender for that because i don't want to be making cocktails that's not oh, yeah. part of my hosting yeah, no um, you would, we need someone to do them really because you don't want to be taken away from the guests so we no, need I to the shaking yeah, yeah there's a lot of shaking maybe involved. big Big. i feel big could advise on that yeah, that's He'd true. Be great at that he could be like <laughs> we'll
0: DJ, be dj martini maker Right at the beginning, <laughs> yeah, he's got a job. He's he's work work to do. Yeah, no, we'll,
1: we'll give him a job to do so he doesn't feel at <laughs> the yeah. end being the only fellow. <laughs> some of, London. He can be the modern <laughs> maker, and then, yeah, and then we'd bring out the, the lemons, would be would arrive, and we'd present the lemons, mm-hmm. and that'd be great. And then, main course, I don't know, is we've got a segue into like. <laughs> I was going to say, the main way thinking, stick to the classic 80s vibe that we all know and love, a classic spaghetti bolognese or a ragu or something like, just, yeah. I feel like the food, the food's got to be good, but I don't want to be spending time in the kitchen doing food while people are there because, I mean, Tina Turner's come to see me. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to be slaving away <laughs> over a hot stove. I just want to, you know, something that we can do before, but then when Tina gets there, we can just, you know, serve it out. I mean, presumably she won't be eating anyway. She'll be singing and like, and yeah. having a great time, but um, yeah. So I'd say a really good, and we always have this joke with our friend Sophie that everyone in the world thinks their spaghetti bolognese is like the best recipe. You know, yeah. when people love to tell you <laughs> their yeah. recipe is the best recipe. Daisy is a believer of her own recipe being the best. Love. Mine is the best. Mine is the best. I've had multiple people tell me it's the best. It's the best spaghetti bolognese they've ever had. Like hundred percent. So you so will get Daisy on that.
0: Best. What are you putting in your spaghetti bolognese? I have to ask.
1: So. My specific ingredients for the spaghetti bolognese it's not even anything groundbreaking. This is just the combination that I found works the best for me mm-hmm. and gives the best flavor. I always use organic beef mince, like mm-hmm. a 10% fat organic beef mince. Then I always use... two two different tins of tomatoes and I always get confused with tins of tomatoes because you know there's like cherry there's plum there's chopped there's like I, I can't ever get my head around what they all mean but I normally like to buy one tin of organic cherry tomatoes and then one tin of like whatever else is going like it could just be a chopped tomato it might be one with like already herbs in it basically whatever's there and like is maybe on offer but two tins because I like it saucy then bay leaves which also another shout out to Lulu they were from Liv's neighbour because she grew them herself so I've got Lulu's own homegrown bay leaves which I always like to add a couple of those in then just the classics celery carrot onion one little like maybe one clove of garlic but not too much and then just let it all reduce down and then I like to blend it I do like to blend it okay. because mm. I like it to be fine I don't like it to be you know when it's got like chunks of veg and chunks of meat and I feel like it's watery mm-hmm. and it doesn't all come together I found for me the the key for me is pureeing it and it always seems, yeah. it feels rogue do you know what I mean you get the baby puree out yeah. and you start pureeing down <laughs> mints but it 100% and you don't want to puree it obviously to like a paste but you want to puree like half of it and then mix it back in so there's like yeah. still a little bit of texture but it like comes together so much better and then mm. I normally just put in like loads of salt and pepper. If I've got a spaghetti bolognese sachet, you know, you can get those like Coleman's like dinner like little food I sachets. No, that... I would even I wouldn't be against putting one of them in. Like, there's a reason they're great, and they do amplify the flavor. But you don't necessarily need it. I don't always find. And that's honestly about it. Like nothing even special. Just I feel like those are the key things that I've realized make it so good. Mm. But I, I think so. Leaves the key. I think a, I think a key to a bolognese as well is making it the day before because I always think mince is better the next day. Literally. So I think let it, you know, let it. And I also think it's the method in the way that you cook it days. Like, I don't really know what your method is, but I feel like there's a specific method to how you do it that just, it, does, oh, no, it is really good. I one key bit. I did forget one key bit. So people always, you know, people like like to put a bit of, bit of like tomato puree and then like cook it down. Mm-hmm. But I, one time my boyfriend's mum made us a, a spaghetti bolognese, but she didn't have like a tin of tomato, So she used like, Seventy percent tomato ketchup, and it was right. so sweet, but it was like roguely really delicious. So then I was like, Do you know what? I'm going to switch it out with a little bit of ketchup, and only like one tablespoon, probably not even a tablespoon of ketchup. But I use that instead of puree, and I feel like it just gives it a more balanced flavor because it's got that little bit of sweetness. Whereas to me, mm. sometimes puree can be too acidic and it gives me heartburn. I like I prefer it as ketchup, so I put a bit of ketchup in, let that cook down and it's just like I don't know I just find it balances out the flavour better I love, I love it yeah because
0: some people put a bit of sugar in the bolognese so yeah
1: So same, same, same I've tried it with just sugar and it never comes together as the same flavour when I just use sugar so for me ketchup it's got all the flavours you want in there like it's sweet it's salty it's umami it's vinegary they've done all the hard work let it, let it be in your bolognese you know what I mean <laughs> Times has done the legwork. They've done the testing (laughs) on the flavors. So why not use that to our advantage? So I do like to put a bit of ketchup in there, and I'm not going to lie. And then I – my boyfriend doesn't really like actual spaghetti, so we often have it with, like, penne or, like, tagliatelle or something Mm. like that. I do like spaghetti, so I would go spaghetti. And then you've got to have Mm. some really strong parmesan on the top. I do like a spicy – not spicy parmesan, a really strong parmesan. And then it is a basic bitch of me, but I would like a cheesy garlic bread to go with that. I really would, and nice I cheese in, really so can't argue with that. Yes. I want it to be a flat garlic butter garlic bread with mozzarella grilled on the top. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like like a garlic like bread pizza. Yeah, yeah, a garlic bread pizza. I'd like that.
0: Sure, oh, I just would
1: love the opportunity to serve Nigella my spaghetti bologna so that she could tell me it's the <laughs> best one that she's ever had <laughs> that could
0: go one how, of two ways
1: <laughs> how you That's finding that nice, lace, <laughs> Nigella how you finding it I don't think it would because I think she's a gracious woman <laughs> and I feel like she's she's got charm she's got charisma she knows she knows what I'd be waiting for she knows I'd be waiting for her to turn to me and be like yeah do you know what, this is the best spaghetti bonnets I've ever had. Like, you know, it doesn't need to be true, but I just feel like that's the greatest thing to do, and I feel like my daughter would do that. Yeah, she's not going to be rude. <laughs> mm, no. no. She you know, like, she's a classy lady. For sure. <laughs> for sure I feel like I could count on her for that, and that would mm. really, like, that really would make my life yeah or going rogue if we were to be getting food in for the dinner party like i didn't get someone else to cook it and then bring it in i would like the homemade crab ravioli from Manuel's restaurant in gypsy hill if Um, we could get manuel to make like a big batch of the crab the homemade crab ravioli crab and lobster ravioli yeah crab and lobster if he could do that then i'd like forego the cooking and maybe manuel could just come over and cook that here that'd be great That sounds wonderful. I've never been there. It's so good. My God, you've got to go. It's the time of your life. You've got to go. Me and Daisy are maybe the biggest fans that have ever lived for Manuel's like n- <laughs> no one loves Manuel's more than me and Daisy like I refuse to believe it they do tribute acts there Callie it's like the best Italian food you've ever had in your life it's called Manuel's Manuel is there cooking he's the, head, he's the head chef he's the owner of the restaurant but it's not a pretentious place it's like a low-key local family run place mm, perfect. Manuel's there cooking his husband's there he's the maitre d' he's the one who seats you and like serves you and it's great then they do the tribute act you can see Abba you can see Frank Sinatra you can see George Michael you can see Tina Turner and it's free with your food you don't have to pay to see the music Sounds like a no vibe. no oh my god it's so it's good it's the best time and it's like the only place in the UK where people like forget that they're embarrassed to be British like people stand up people <laughs> will dance people will sing people will have a great time but like it's literally the only place I've ever been in this country where people like you know they lose their shame and embarrassment and they're just like there to have a good time yeah Yeah. they just get loose like people are just dancing people up on the dance floor it's just so good and sometimes when you're like in the midst of a really great night there you'll just like look outside because they've got kind of like big bifold doors you'll just see people walking past the restaurant in gypsy hill at like 7 30 p.m or maybe a little later (laughs) like 8 30 p.m and everyone in there is like Dancing, there's like a Tina Tanner tribute act, there's like strobe lights, there's like disco multicolored lights. We went to an ABBA one before, there was like two women in, you know, like full ABBA costumes and yeah. like tabards. And people just look <laughs> past, like unassumingly, and they're like, what the fuck is going on in there? Like, we've all had this time of our lives. They've probably never even realised the restaurant's there before. And they just look in and just see a load of us. I mean, we're the youngest people that go there by far. I'd say the median age is like 60. But that's great. They're they're here for a good time, not a long time, and you know we're all just having a great time, having a blast.
0: Yeah. What what are we talking? They do this tribute act every day, or like Thursday? Thursday. Okay, Thursday. Thursday. Thursday's
1: tribute Sunday's jazz so we've not seen the jazz because that's more of a chill vibe um but we've been to a lot of the tributes on a Thursday I will say it's not the best tribute act you're ever going to see in your life (laughs) but that's not the point of it do you know what I mean it's not the best Frank Sinatra that you're ever going to see but the point of it is that you're just having a great time and you're eating crab and lobster ravioli while you sing Dancing Queen or whatever do you know what I mean that's the whole point of it so do you know what maybe we'll forget our own dinner party we'll just take them there (laughs) No, with this that's... is. I was just going to say that. Why are we even trying to compete with Manuel? Like Manuel, yeah, they're the best. They're the best hosts ever. Yeah, like, we should just t- scrap it at yours. We'll t- head. We'll take everyone in the cab down to Gypsy Hill, and we'll yeah. just live it up at Manuel's. Maybe we can yeah. have a martini at yours first, and then and look at the view, and then we can go down to Manuel's. Okay, I love that. That's great. <laughs> Amazing amazing so and then dessert dessert we haven't even talked about dessert the the only dessert for me is the one and only dessert that I made learned to make when I was like 10 years old which is it's a Jamie Oliver recipe who doesn't Mm -hmm. love Jamie Oliver if you don't have a single Jamie Oliver recipe up your sleeve like are you even British do you know what I mean like who doesn't (laughs) I know it's maybe it's controversial to like Jamie Oliver these days but I still love him like he's great anyway it's a Jamie Oliver it's a chocolate pot with Contro in it and it's just literally like really rich chocolate melted down with, like ours, I think 80s vibes as well we're such yeah. MPs, like we're so old before our time like we're yeah. like yes let's add some Cointreau I feel like we could even set it on fire it would be great <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah It's a little chocolate pot, you make it in an espresso cup, it's got Cointreau in it, it's like super rich, it's like cream chocolate, I think it might just literally be cream chocolate and maybe it's egg, I actually can't remember, I think it's literally three ingredients. You like melt it all down, then you put it in a cup to set, like an espresso cup and you set it in the fridge and then you make some little like biscuits to go with it and you Mm -hmm. just literally have that and it's like rich and delicious and perfect and that would be pudding. This Sounds menu great. is very eighties. I feel like this is I the like opposite it. of all modern foods. Like ours is like large portions. <laughs> no, Our dinner parties is large portions of extremely rich <laughs> foods served in served in like novelty servings. Yes, you know what I mean? Like in a special cup, in time. a lemon. Like modern food is like tiny bits on like big vast plates that are like splattered around. And ours is like. Highly, highly like, rich, extremely big portion of home, party home cooked food. Like, which is actually, I don't actually like that at dinner parties because then, um, you know, you get so like sluggish, you get so like, no, <laughs> like, Jenna, you'll be trying to talk to me, tell me how great this became one of these, and I'll be like, oh, no, Jenna, I can't go on. I need to go and have a lunch. <laughs> oh, my God it's so true we have gone incredibly incredibly 80s and rich with it but that's where I want to take it they don't have to eat all the courses if they don't want no. to they could leave pudding that's true <laughs> you can also
0: you can spread it out like you don't need to get the pudding yeah. out for a couple hours after the after the right? No. You know?
1: no that's true that's very that's true so, so true <laughs> oh god that's giving me a laugh and a half what are you
0: what are you drinking with your um with your dessert
1: Um, oh, I can't really drink alcohol when I eat. Like it's weird. I have to like drink first and then eat. Like and once I've eaten, I can't then drink again because I just get too full. So I feel like for me, I'd probably just be drinking water. Like I drink like 10 litres of water a day. I'd probably be drinking water. But we'd probably have to say something to our guests. I don't know. I mean, I guess we'd have to have other wine or maybe just classic wine i think we just go classic wine i only like a sauvignon blanc or a monte porciano i don't know if any of those go with the food that we've got so that's what i'd like to have because that's what i enjoy personally I so know, that's, that's what i want we'd start with the martini menu then we go into just red white and then that's it like if they would if they were looking for a digestif or something sorry but it's not gonna have it. oh no they can have a bit of the contre we've had leftover from the evening <laughs> <laughs> a bit of I mean they can have that. Is that even something you have on its own i don't even know. I don't know they could go back to espresso martinis if they wanted yeah or you could go back to the martini menu for sure you know i think i've got some limoncello in the freezer we can crack out a limoncello we could use the lemons again and put that in there <laughs> great <laughs> right. the is, you probably, <laughs> <laughs> watch, probably not the ones that you use for the cold cocktail though <laughs> not for the ones in the form. but maybe we'd have one that's over yeah that'd be great that would be, I think, yeah, it would just be easy breezy, like wine you can just pour and help yourself. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just a I'm casual not, like, I w- I've never had like a dessert wine or anything like that. I'm not into that. I'm not into really like either. a. Yeah, after that. I've got some Baileys, so they could probably have mm-hmm. some Baileys. In fact, I've got some Tour Missy Baileys. They're going to have Missy Baileys if they were getting enough already from the extremely rich three course dinner we had just served them they could have some tiramisu babies if they so desired I love that for them incredible Um, Yeah. so we just (laughs) finished it off there to be honest everyone will be chromatosed. hopefully not Amy and Tina it's it's turning into a sleepover I reckon because nobody's
0: going home
1: oh my god
0: Yeah. Okay, so you touched on having an Amy Winehouse performance, but entertainment wise, have you got any other plans?
1: I feel like you can't go into it with like plans of entertainment. It's like, you know, when you watch Come Dine With Me and there's nothing more excruciating than (laughs) when someone thinks their child is really good at acoustic guitar and they make their child come out and do an acoustic guitar song and everyone has to sit around and look at it. That is, I have a very low threshold for cringe and which you would not guess from this conversation. (laughs) I literally cannot. Anything like that just makes me shudder with cringe like I don't know why it's like because it's a really nice thing but I just can't look it in the eye I just can't so I feel like having a plan for entertainment I feel like no I think it would just be if Amy and Tina wanted to get up and you know have a sing song or we put the music on and then you know if Nigella was getting everyone up onto the dance floor then I feel like that would kind of be the entertainment but other than yeah. that I wouldn't say like set entertainment unless we were going to have like a halftime magic mic show that's something I could be done <laughs> <getting> on. <laughs>
0: That we can magic
1: microwise it. We can magic microwise it. This is my big multi-million-pound idea. I reckon idea, Nigella
0: Carrie. would love that.
1: Nigella would. would love it. I think Amy would love it. I think Carrie would probably pretend that she's like too cool for it, but then I think she would love it. Mm. Big. I think he could. He'd probably get into it and love it. Um, yeah. Who else is even there? Jeanette. Jeanette Walls. Jeanette. I think she'd be down for it. Like the things yeah. she's seen, that'd be fine. <laughs> Tina, I don't know how Tina would find it, but she could do multiple medals. This is Daisy's multi-million-pound business idea, which is just to turn everyday things but to magic microise them because that's that's what I don't know. Apparently, that's what all women what want. <laughs> you know, like how uh, no, basically it all stemmed from. We went to the theatre in Wimbledon with our nan and saw Dirty Dancing, Dirty. and it was a really hilarious performance and production it was really good but there was these two old women next to us who were like 70 and they kept shouting out stuff to like to the people acting they were like every time um what's his name johnny comes on they were like oh get his ha- get your hands off him he's mine like literally shouting out in the middle of the performance but honestly you couldn't hold it against them because they were like they were really old and they were just they were having the time of their life they were like pissing themselves laughing and it probably was disrespectful to the actors and i'm so i am sorry to them for that. But it was really funny and it just gave me the idea that like you know i feel like everyone wants to have a really good time but I feel like it really takes something, like, to kind of break down people's barriers and embarrassment no. level. I feel like, but everything should just be magic micro Like, you know, you've got a production of Daddy Dancing, but then it should be magic micro You've got a production of... What were the other ones that we were saying about? I feel like there's loads of things. I can't them. <laughs> cats, magic micro No, not cats. <laughs> Basically, anything we ever talk about, Daisy's like, you can magic micro-ize that. magic <laughs> So funny. these old ladies hilarious. they were shouting at him like, "Take it off, take it off!" And it was like we were just in the theatre, but anyway, they they were having a great time. But yeah, I like where you've taken that. We could, we could, um, yeah, we could definitely magic micro-rise mm. that. I think that'd be great. I mean, even if we was at Manuel's, and you know, say there was, I don't know, George Michael tr- tribute act, we could we could magic micrise George Michael. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We could do it. Like we could take it there. Yeah. <laughs> I really like really when this is hot <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's not be cool what you thought it was going to go yeah. <laughs> I think um <laughs> Has anyone else said strippers? Did anyone else say strippers? I am <laughs> like i really embarrassing <laughs> and really cringe and then I'm like on the other hand though what I would like is a strip show <laughs> <laughs> acoustic song though I can't bear it but in the eye and then you learn, bring it on <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so oh, no. good. It's so good. <laughs> oh, incredible. I mean, what kind like, of entertainment what... did other people say?
0: Um, a, ra- a range. Some people have said like music, like a band. Um, some people have said games. Um, um. some people have said that they would just want like really deep probing questions
1: <laughs> that everyone got really Ooh. deep that's a good um, that's a good one I didn't even think about that, games but
0: I think Magic Mike is like perfect I yeah. think I, I think, think that it, is a great it, end to the dinner party
1: Magic Mike's oh. top tier like let's be honest you've come you've had a three quarters meal you've seen a show <laughs> you, want <more> you, want. <laughs> you can't get much better
0: than that no food show hanging out with Amy Winehouse and Tina Turner yeah. martini yeah. menu
1: great menu <laughs> <laughs> It's been a roller coaster. I feel like it's, like, <laughs> the least classy ever dinner party that's ever been hosted. But I do feel like, you know, you've just got to throw everything at it and, like, really have a good time because there's, I, there's nothing I hate more than feeling really awkward. I hate yeah. that. So I feel like you've just got to go into it thinking you're going to break the ice. And so I feel like get everyone, you know, get a few espresso martinis down everyone and then they'd be, like, ready to have the time of their lives. Yeah,
0: yeah it's what you make of it. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Totally. Exactly. Oh, well, amazing. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should do it. <laughs> It'd be We'd have the time of our lives. We're desperate to, like, get... We really want to do, like, a big party at Manuel's, like, you know, small biz community party at Manuel's. I just feel like everyone needs to have a really good time. But I do... I don't enjoy it there in the summer as much because you're, like, mm. dancing. You get so hot and you've, like, yeah. drunk so much food, uh, drank so much alcohol, <laughs> eaten so much food, and then you're, like, dancing for hours and singing and so I do feel like it's kind of more of a winter activity Mm. maybe that sounds great though okay but we can make it happen
0: yeah I think you should
1: (laughs) for Christmas maybe yeah
0: oh yeah great Christmas party okay Yes. I have some quick fire questions for you
1: okay
0: um you can both give me your individual answers if you like If one of you feels more inclined, then then go for it. Um, Sweet or savory?
1: Savory, Savory. hundred percent.
0: Same time.
1: (laughs) Mm, Definitely savory. Always, every (laughs) single time. Um, Something you always have in the cupboard: pasta. Mm, Great, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Ooh, Philadelphia. (laughs) 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 <laughs> my obsession at the minute is eating tuck biscuits with philadelphia so that's why i've always got in the yeah. cupboard that is your big vibe
0: nothing
1: <clears throat> better okay actually no not pasta i stockpile rice i realize realized i've got four <laughs> unopened open bags of rice in the cupboard at the moment i bought one yesterday i was like i don't know if we've got any rice at home i got home i've not only got a new bag of rice i've got two giant other bags of rice in the cupboard so rice apparently is what i'm stockpiling should we be serving everyone rice then maybe we should be doing a chili or something <laughs> no we've picked our answers now we can't go back you can always have leftover we can send them away with rice (laughs) just a bag (laughs) of rice (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, um go to snack well mine's philadelphia with tuck biscuits as we've just well yeah (laughs) if i've got a tomato and i can throw a tomato on there even better Yeah, mine is Is probably cucumber because I'm weirdly obsessed with cucumber (laughs) and it's my favorite food. So probably cucumber. And if I'm being lazy, just cucumber on its own. If I'm being lazy, but have like two seconds more then I might do cucumber with, just like soy sauce and like a little bit of chili, Um, you know, like crispy chili oil on it. Or just toast. Like I just love toast, toast and butter. Mm. I just love toast. If I've got any kind of carby, thing in the cupboard that can be toasted. That is probably what I'm snacking on. So, crumpets, toast, hot cross buns. I had a nice little toasted flatbread yesterday. That was great. With a bit of cucumber. So, probably right. some sort of toasted thing with a bit too. of cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> That's Delicious. my dream. Okay. Um,
0: Favourite restaurant?
1: It's got to be Manuel's. It's got to be. I mean... A few different ones for different things. It depends what the occasion is, I think. Mm-hmm. Portland is my favourite restaurant for a special occasion. And me and my boyfriend go there for my birthday every year. And it's really special. The food's delicious. It's just got such a lovely atmosphere. And they always remember to give you a birthday card, which I just think is so nice. And that's they all nice. individually sign it. And I just think that's really nice. And it really wills me in every time.
0: Where is, um, where is that?
1: I've not been there. It's on Great Portland Street. Oh, Nice. It's really lovely. It's really, really, really nice. It is expensive. So it's like a once a year thing, but mm. they do this, um, they do this like, uh, liver parfait thing that's like their famous thing and they do it in kind of different guises every time we're there they've they've done something new with it and it's like the most silky creamy delicious rich thing you'll ever eat and they just do like a little bite-sized bit of it sometimes it's in a tube or sometimes it's like on a little like savory profiterole or I don't know they they kind of mix it up every time and it's the fucking best thing you'll ever eat in your life it's like a mouthful of incredible flavor sensations um yes. so yeah, probably Portland, but then Manuels just have a good time, and like we go to Manuels probably the most, and our family all really like it there, and we always have the time of our lives there, and the service is absolutely outstanding. Um, so then probably it? Manuels. Yeah, and then I do really just like Bao. I really do just like Bow. Yeah. I think it's just great, the food's always great, the branding's great the different menu variations at the different restaurants are great they're always doing something new and exciting and it's like it's a great combination of new and exciting but you never you never have to give up that it's still delicious and also filling because I hate it when you go somewhere that's like trendy and cool or you know like I don't know a fancy place and it's all really amazing and original and you know things you've never tried before but like you know it's kind of been broken down so far that it's not really like food anymore it's like yeah. powders and foams and this and that I don't really like dining like that like it's it's a nice experience but you always leave and you're like I kind of wish I just had a McDonald's or like I'm yeah, so hungry. hungry so yeah. I like Bao yeah mm. I feel like Bao kind of hits both like they've always got something ingenious and exciting to offer you that's like nothing else you've ever had but mm. it's really yummy and delicious and it's like crowd pleasing like everyone likes it all of our families mm. like it and you never have a bad time there. So the new one in Marlborough really good. I went there the other day and I really liked that.
0: Yeah, I went like, there.
1: Oh, did you like it? Yeah, it was good. I really, I like how they had the seats outside for that one as well.
0: Mm. Oh, they didn't have seats outside when I went, but maybe it was a bit cold. So maybe they just dimple them out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we went, it was like one of those really hot yeah. days the other day. So I guess they just like shoved some seats yeah, outside the last minute. Yeah. I don't think I'd add anything. I feel like I've been enjoying going out to drink more than I've been go- enjoying going out to eat because yeah. I've been really enjoying cooking for myself more at home. Um, not anything fancy. I'm not a great cook and I don't really cook anything different, but I really have been enjoying cooking. So I feel like I've been enjoying going out to drink more. And we've been going to what's that place in Crystal Palace days? The bar that we've been there in an embarrassing amount of times, the wine bar. What's it called? Oh, the sourcing table. Yeah, the mm-hmm. sourcing table. Like, absolutely love it. Great selection of wine. Good prices, good cheese board, good snacks, great service. Also Unwind in Tooting Market. Oh, mm. absolutely love Unwind. Mm. And the well, the Virgin in Waterloo, they do really good food as well, actually. Um, so, yeah, I would say more I'm on a going out drinking vibe. Nice. It's a summer vibe, isn't it? Yeah. Just, yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. If you could only eat one country's cuisine for the rest of your life, what would you choose? It's a tough one.
1: I'd go Italian, but I think Daisy would go, I don't know what, would it be Turkish, Daisy? Is Dil, you know Dil, Di, Callie, do you have TikTok? Yes. Do you follow Dil? You know, right. delectable deal. He does okay. She's a mum. She, she lives in North London. She does a lot of cooking. She does like, you know, like chicken shish or like she's making yeah. her own judgek or like she's using a lot of Paul bear And I don't know. I feel like Daisy would have something like that. Like something. What would, would? Is that what you were gonna say, Daisy? I was gonna say British, just because I don't think I could live my life forever without eating like roast potatoes and roast dinner. Because ultimately, like fish and chips Ooh. and roast dinner is like my favorite food. I think oh, it's really hard because you are right, and I feel like. I fancy that food more on a day to day but I don't think I could live my life forever knowing that I would never have fish and chips or a roast dinner again like a roast mm. chicken but then you kind of can get that with that other kind. Of... I think it would have to be British I know it's boring but I, I don't think I could give up roast dinner and fish <laughs> and chips I just and shepherd's pie like I just yeah. I couldn't give it up
0: good like homey, homey mm. food. Yeah.
1: the nostalgia the memories and mm. like a roast dinner I just I couldn't I couldn't give it up that's true. That's yeah, a tough one. But I think I I think I would still pick Italian, which I know. Would is you? So Yeah, but just because I feel like there's a, more of a breadth of menu, like although I feel like I don't know, I yeah, I think I would. I think I would pick Italian. What yeah. What you think about but, roast dinner? Well, but I mean, it's surely Italian people like roast chicken sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but they don't have a roast dinner. They're not going to have Yorkshire puddings and like stuffing and cauliflower cheese. I like they definitely wouldn't have gravy. <laughs> No. The thing is, I feel like you could have Italian, like, that's great most of the year round, but when it comes to winter, I'm sorry, Italian doesn't, it doesn't do it as much as what British does, like, and I just feel like, you know, there's nothing better, like, come Christmas time, imagine if you're like, oh, I'm having a spaghetti bolognese for Christmas day, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you do a big fish, you do like a big fish, I don't know, mm. I, I, yeah, I don't know, it's a difficult one. What, but what would I your go-to it... Italian meal be? Well... on the spot <laughs> it's just so difficult it's just so difficult I feel like I I would just it would just be like a seafood pasta or just that, like I don't think it would need to be anything really fancy do you know what I mm. mean just literally the basics but just really really tasty but maybe it's because I would like to imagine myself living in somewhere Mediterranean and so the food would just come along with it do you know what I mean yeah so that's what maybe that's mm. what I'm picturing so I or maybe yeah, it would be Spanish lifestyle. tapas, because I do, do mm. just absolutely love to eat lots of different little Spanish tapas bits. Mm. Maybe it would be Spanish tapas, actually, because croquettes, like, wow. Delish. Croquettes, so good. Close, I don't know. I, like... I can't say. I can't say. It's too hard. <laughs> I can't say. I want it all. <laughs> what it's was yours, Kelly? Nice. What would you choose?
0: It's a really tough one. I am I um an R about it. I think mine would maybe
1: be Thai food.
0: Mm.
1: That didn't even but, register for me, but now you've said it, I do absolutely love Thai. Thai for me is a very speciality because you don't get a lot of Thai restaurants, do you know what I mean? There's yeah. one Thai that we go to back in Surrey with our friends that's really good. But round here where I live I don't have a mm. good Thai, so I don't hardly ever year. So it's very special for me to have a Thai. Yeah. So from that point of view it's nice.
0: But then second second to that I think would be Italian because I love like a like cheese and meats and bread and olives and like Mm. the whole like fancy pasty situation as well as like and pizza and stuff I just think Thai food you've still got the variation but every but you can still be like quite healthy with it but then you've still got like you can still have like a big pad Thai or like a curry or yeah yeah
1: that's true then Do you know what I'm yeah.
0: thinking like maybe I'd just be in Thailand
1: and that would just be yeah. my life. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've changed mine and I think I would pick Spanish because I want to live with aqua de Valencias forever and the thought that I would never have one of those again is too sad. So I think I would change mine to Spanish and have tapas and aqua de Valencia. That's and Spanish wine. Yeah. Yeah. Good I'm choice. going to Spain. For sure.
0: We made a paella last night. It oh, was awesome.
1: Oh, I do have a fine. oh we had this we went to um when well, we were in valencia last year we went to this paella place and oh god i just think about it like every week <laughs> i just wish we could be back there it was so good it, it was one of those obnoxiously like literally ginormous where they put it on its own table yeah. <laughs> Oh. Like, on its own little, like, you know, fold-out table thing. And oh, the restaurant so for, like, 50 years. And, like, inside was all these lovely tiles. And, like, oh, it was just so nice. And it was all really old geezers serving you, you know, people that have been, like, waiters for, like, 60 years. Yeah. And... I had a coffee before the meal because it was like really hot and we'd been at the beach and I was feeling comatose and I had a coffee before the meal and they just literally thought I was mental because they were like what are you doing <laughs> like this is for the end of the meal and I had like a little coffee beforehand and they just like completely lost their shit but I thought it was good do you remember that I do I do remember that and that's why I feel like in my mind I couldn't yeah no yeah I do I feel like that it's difficult with the judgment of it I feel like maybe yeah It's yeah, sorry, I'm just (laughs) chatting a little shit now. I'm not saying any end sentences, just so these are like my favourite questions to ask people
0: for this reason, because you can just go on like the biggest actions.
1: (laughs) It's for me. It's got to be British. I just it has to be. I I dispute Liv that yours would be Spanish. I take umbrage with that because you've never met someone who likes chips as much as Liv does. Live loves chips. <laughs> I just mean, love in Spain. I can have a every day. They're not normal <laughs> chips. Not, you are so, telling yeah. me that a week in you wouldn't be like, oh god, Daisy, I've made a mistake. I can never have chips <laughs> again. <laughs>
0: I do have to say brothers have nothing on chips. No, like they're really good but it's not yeah, chips
1: and I know you I know what you're like. You <laughs> like chips like every other day. So there's no way that you wouldn't ha- it couldn't be British because you'd it would get to winter you'd be looking at my roast dinner and you'd be like oh, I've made a terrible mistake. You'd be looking at my <laughs> chips in the pub. You'd you'd know you made a terrible mistake. My chips, in our pub. chips <laughs> are chips. <laughs> chips British though because I feel like fried mm. potato could belong to anyone. That's my yeah, chips like fish and chips what's more british than that mm. that's true but no, i know you prefer fries than yeah, chips i was just chips, about
0: so. to ask what would your like what's your favorite kind of chips
1: it's a fry 100% a yeah. fry like the thing that you'd get with steak fritz like a, a little yeah. thin fry salty crispy like a mcdonald's fry on yeah. the best day of the mcdonald's yeah. fries life. like when you go into a mcdonald's they freshly fried them and then you eat yeah. them and they burn your lips because they're so hot that's my favorite do you, like, my, the, my do you favorite. like the crispy ones or do you like the soggy ones I just like all of them. Yeah, all of them. Everyone, all of them. There's not a chip home. I've never met a chip I didn't like. I like she I never all met them. a chip she didn't like. She's she's the <laughs> number one chip fan. Like every she's like, wait fancy chips. Like as if she's never said it before. And like every day, she does fancy uh, chips. <laughs>
0: question for you. Have, you: have you been to?
1: Have you been to America?
0: Yes. yes. Have you had an In and Out burger?
1: No. no, we never have because the one time we were on the hang on LA. West Coast. West Coast. We, di- we didn't get there and I still my boyfriend's so gutted to this day that he, he's just, he went to San Francisco recently for work mm-hmm. and had one and he didn't like it and he's like really built it up in his head like it was going to be this amazing thing and we never had it before and then he's finally just had one and he didn't really rate it but I've never had one and I'm so sad that I've never had one still. Do you love it? I didn't
0: rate it. And did like didn't it either. Like, Dan said he really didn't rate it. And we like hyped it up too and I was like that was quite average and the chips were <laughs> shit.
1: Yeah, that's oh, what Dan said. Dan was like, it was literally like just an average thing that you would have in London. It's not yeah. like, it is not that amazing. Wow. Yeah, and they literally
0: only have like cheeseburger, double cheeseburger, hamburger and chips on the menu,
1: basically. Mm. So You'd think like is, it would be great. I feel like people always go wrong well mm. for the animal fries, but I don't like fries with things on top. Like to me, that's a step too far. So mm. I, I always felt like their USP wasn't my USP. Like it's not... Yeah i didn't ever think but i wanted to go there just because obviously it gets so much hype um, as you like been. forever cuisine could you pick mcdonald's as in all the con- all the countries of mcdonald's because if you could do that that may be my forever food because there is nothing i love more than going to a new country and discovering what's on the mcdonald's menu that we don't have back home okay. i was recently in vienna they do prawn nuggets Duh. like what the fuck they were no it was amazing they do cranberry sauce they do like mini fried camembert like honestly the the dip selection out of this world Incredible. the the additions to the burger selection out of this world the ice cream selection out of this world like 10 out of 10 I do if i could that. have a mcpeneer oh yeah no it's my dream in life to have a mcpeneer like i have got i need time to go to <laughs> india but i need to have a mcpeneer in my life i literally need to have one <laughs> It's great right,
0: when yeah. you go to a different country and you see what McDonald's they have. Like in, um, where is it? In Italy, they just do sticks of parmesan. You could just buy a like snack yes
1: of parmesan. Yes, That's crazy.
0: But when I went to what, Madrid, course. they
1: do pan con tomate for breakfast in in McDonald's. Like, like the what McDonald's hell? has better stuff than the UK one, I think. Though Not, I feel like the UK one. I oh, what? I
0: also was going to say the American McDonald's is kind of average.
1: But I'll tell you Mm. what American McDonald's has that we don't have. And this is personally, this was my dream. And I didn't realise it was going to come true for me when I was in New York. (laughs) They do a double fillet of fish. And that's all I've ever wanted in my life Mm. is a double fillet of fish. And they do that in America. So that for me was a a standout.
0: Yeah, fair. I mean, 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 they just don't have nearly as much stuff on the McDonald's menu as we had. Mm, No. They they just have the normal
1: burgers and nuggets, basically. That's true. (laughs) they don't Mm, like I I will at home I am a classic McDonald's menu orderer but away I like to try the different things but at home Mm. I never try any of the new stuff like mozzarella sticks not interested like chicken big big mac never tried it what's your favorite
0: McDonald's order
1: okay so my favorite McDonald's order is a fillet of fish add onion add lettuce add an extra slice of cheese Mm -hmm. and add extra sauce And chips and some nuggets on the side. And a Coke. Mine is probably a single cheeseburger with all the additions. So like extra gherkins, extra onion, extra sauce. I don't think I normally add extra cheese. Just the extra. I really like the pickles and the sauce in McDonald's. So add those as extras. Then six nuggets and then I usually just get a bottle of water, honestly, because I'm always so thirsty and I like the nuggets extra salty. So I normally just get a bottle of water and that's, that's it really. That's quite boring, isn't it? But I just, I used to have a double cheeseburger. Then I went back to the single because it's got more of a nostalgic flavour. So right. I've been returning back to a single one, but I did have a Big Mac the other day after we, after we packed up from Battersea, we were fucking exhausted <laughs> and we had loads of stress with, um, the van that we'd had and weirdly we'd had loads of van stress and we went past the mcdonald's drive through and liv was like should we go into the mcdonald's drive through while we've got the van because we don't drive so yeah. my boyfriend was driver so we never normally in the car we were like yes let's make this happen like this is going to be the yeah. best thing ever and i had a big mac with all the extras and it was amazing and i forgot how good a big mac can be it was really good but you have to have extra sauce extra salad mm. extra pickles extra onions i'm not really and into It was a big like mac. a saucy bonanza mm. you're not into Did a big you? mac no What's your oh, order, do Kelly?
0: You have, my favourite thing for McDonald's is the sausage, double sausage McMuffin. Mm.
1: Yeah, the breakfast but is the good. Breakfast.
0: But because I, I grew up in Hong Kong and that was on the menu all day. Oh. Oh, wow. That was like an all day thing. So like I grew up thinking so that cool. was like an any time of the day McDonald's. And then coming here, it's just mm. a breakfast McDonald's. But what that's a time crazy. to
1: be alive that you and can have times. a sausage McMuffin any time of the day. Yeah.
0: But I that's would take incredible. the egg
1: out. I'm not into the egg and the sausage McMuffin, what? yeah. That's crazy. Mm. See, for me, I don't eat pork anymore, so McDonald's, for me, breakfast-wise, it's like yeah. I can't Absolutely. have the bacon McMuffin, I can't have the sausage McMuffin, and just an egg McMuffin is a fucking sad, sad situation, so I'm not <laughs> going to do that. They need to bring, like, a beef McMuffin on, or chicken yeah. sausage McMuffin on the breakfast yeah. menu so that I can have it. <laughs> hashbrowns yeah, have anyone from McDonald's it. listening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hash browns are. The hash browns are a 10 out of 10. Delicious. the oh, hash browns.
0: God, what a McDonald's scent. They're so sandwich
1: good. Tangent. You have to have extra salt on them, though. They have to be salty. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Right. I think well, you're right, Liv. I think McDonald's would be your choice. You love you love McDonald's. Worldwide McDonald's. That's me forever. I probably wouldn't uh, live for you, very long, but Yeah, because you eat McDonald's for the rest
0: of your life. Just McDonald's. Um, I mean, salads and stuff, That's though. true. They do, like, kids' apple pouches and carrots and stuff, wouldn't yeah. they? carrot sticks. <laughs>
1: And they do like little kids fish fingers and stuff. So that's kind of like plain food. Yeah, I think, yeah, either Spanish or worldwide McDonald's and we just see what happens. Maybe I wouldn't make it for very long, but who knows? I reckon you might have
0: quite a lot to choose from if you go
1: worldwide McDonald's. So, i mean imagine the variation you'd have tons i just want mcdonald's to get more snazzy with it in this country like they've got all of these incredible things that they've developed around the world but like mm-hmm. i think especially in this country because people travel so much you know i feel like they're very much catering uk mcdonald's to like a uk palette but it's like everyone travels loads like people mm-hmm. want you know like i feel like there's a, an audience for a paneer in the uk of course there is know. like there's an audience for like parmesan sticks in the uk i just feel like you know they're always doing these new things on the menu like the spicy or whatever and it's like it's a chicken burger we've seen a chicken <laughs> burger before like please give me some variation like you're telling me with all the power and money that mcdonald's has had that's the best thing that they could come up with yeah Or oh, they're mm. always really trying to just do a, a burger with bacon and it's like yeah we've mm. seen a burger with bacon before and they're like mm. oh it's the texas barbecue or whatever and it's yeah. like it's not a, it's not it's just, a just burger bacon, with bar- like bacon it. in it Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Give us something new, maybe. They should do like
0: they should do like a monthly bring in something from a different country.
1: Yes. Hundred percent. Why don't they do that? They should scrap Monopoly, because who cares about Monopoly anyway? Oh, actually, and they should do really <laughs> like Kelly Lost Monopoly. Monopoly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she looked upset when like, you said that like I like it, I
1: like it, don't get rid of it. <laughs> Not
0: Monopoly. Okay, I got, I got dangerously Monopoly. dangerously into the McDonald's Monopoly when we were at uni and it would like <laughs> got to the stage where I was like watching people about to put stuff in the bin without taking their stickers off and like asking them for stickers. Um just because I was is like wondering
1: you can get instant free things so like why wouldn't you yeah crazy right
0: but yeah i don't go anymore when it's mcdonald's (laughs) monopoly
1: it's a trigger for you yeah i feel like it's not called monopoly anymore is it because didn't they lose the franchise i swear it's not called monopoly anymore I don't know. Anyway, they should do not m- monopoly but they should do like a world map and you collect things yeah. from you know every month they do a different thing and you like put the stamp onto the country that you've like had the thing from that is and a great like- idea it's a fucking banging idea when I came up with that just now. So, like McDonald's, if I can come up with that, you know, like show me something better. I believe we want to work, work together.
0: So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you're listening. We don't need to work together. All I need is for you to bring the McPaneer to the UK. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> the McMap happen. We can you the McMap. The McMap. This is such a good idea. <laughs> Incredible! This is such a good idea.
0: Surely they've. Well, not, surely they've thought of that. Come on, McDonald's.
1: Oh, I'd love it if they did that. It can't be that what. hard. You're telling yeah. me with their infrastructure that they just couldn't get those ingredients to the UK. Like, of course they could. <laughs> Why do they feel so strongly about it? This. <laughs> this is just Every time like they were trying to, because you're going advertise so much. There's like so many McDonald's advertisements everywhere. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's going to finally be something that I'm interested in. And then they really went ham advertising the McSpicy. Or no, the McCrispy. Yeah. And it's like the McCrispy isn't a new concept. Like it's just a fried piece of chicken. Let's be honest, KFC's got it down. Like, I'm not coming. To- I was just going to say, can we, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but can, talking about burger innovation, when KFC brought out that chicken burger that had the dip in it so you could pour the gravy into it and it wouldn't like <laughs> fall off. That was a fucking innovation yeah, remember, burger. i so <laughs>
0: Do you remember when yes. KFC did that burger that was just something in
1: the middle of two pieces of chicken? Yeah, <laughs> my boy. I'm went absolutely world for it. Like, that is, is disgusting, but, like, it was interesting. It was a new concept. Like, I'm not saying I liked it, but, like, I was here for the innovation. I just don't feel like McDonald's is giving us their best. I feel like they're buoying us off with standard <laughs> cheeseburgers, which, let's be honest, none of it's as good as it used to be. They've taken out a vast mm. amount of the sugar and salt and all the delicious things from there. And that's fine. I can accept it. But give us something new, McDonald's, please.
0: Give us the McVaneer. Give us the legman. Give the people <laughs> what they want.
1: should the end on that night, we'll just leave it there. Say, I think we have to leave it there. Is there any mean days you can I talk about legos? I believe this podcast is just about how, what we like at McDonald's now. I feel like everyone in the UK, like they know, <laughs> you know, like they know how they like their tea. <laughs> they know how they like their McDonald's. I do think that that is true. <laughs> agreed agreed <laughs> right let's,
0: okay. let's wrap it up there um, yeah let's wrap it up thank you so much
1: for coming on thank It was you. so fun. we
0: literally have talked about great. McDonald's for like 15 minutes
1: <laughs> there's nothing I'd like to do more than that we're passionate um, about it that's all I can say we're passionate people maybe no, thank our, you so much maybe Kelly. You post your a dinner pleasure. party
0: you can go take everyone to McDonald's on the on their way home
1: oh my God. you're telling me after a prawn cocktail a spaghetti bolognese and then a chocolate pot which may or may not have been flambéed then martinis <laughs> and babies then well, what we you gonna want is a late night mcdonald's like you'd have to roll me there i'll be by that point point. i get such like food covers like i wouldn't be able to move <laughs> carrie has been known to like a mcdonald's so she might all get hmm. us down there to so the Streatham hill one you never oh know day. She might. She might need a. <laughs> she might need a fry, or
0: two. <laughs> well, thank you Be so nice. much. Do thank you want to um, let people know where they can follow you if they don't
1: already? So you can follow us on Instagram at Salad Days Market London, or you can head over to our website for information about our upcoming markets at www. Um, all of our forthcoming markets are there. We've got one at the end of June, and then we're hosting them monthly. We're hosting. At two or three markets a month for the rest of the year so we've got loads going on so we'd love to see you there
0: amazing well thank you so much guys thank you thank you so much for listening to this episode of dine with me if you enjoyed it i'd absolutely love if you would subscribe and leave us a review being a brand new podcast it really really helps for people to find us If we've inspired you to get hosting and you fancy yourself some playful tableware or you need help setting the scene for an upcoming event, you can follow us at Studio Dine on socials or check out our website, studiodine.com. I'll see you next time.